0: So I am excited to kick start this new series leading into Advent and this theme on hope and home, but I also must admit when I was looking at the lectionary, I struggled a little bit with some of the texts I even told Aurelia this, so I had to come together and kind of see scripture in a new way even though i had some difficulty at first i decided to lean into romans 13 verses 4 through 8 and realize that it brought up some things that i had been deconstructing and thinking through in this past past month or so this distinction between heavenly home and our time here on earth. When reading Romans 13, one can't help but feel the urgency and angst of which Paul is writing. It's this reminder of the messages you hear as a kid when you're scared into righteous living by messages like, choose today, the end is near, judgment day is coming, it is this idea that one must choose quickly. And I realized another reason I struggled with this angst is because I am the least urgent person in the world. <laughs> really I already knew I was going. With that. Anyone who knows me well knows this to be true. I don't make decisions quickly. I don't move quickly. I don't even eat quickly. So when I'm faced With the decision to choose anything in haste, it is more than likely I will become anxious or my stubbornness will kick into overdrive and I will move slower. (laughs) Now, I'd like to give the benefit of the doubt and say that during this day and age, it was the belief that Jesus was coming back tomorrow. You get this feeling that everyone is worried about what the next day will bring. So instead of focusing on life on earth, everyone jumps to make sure they are prepared for the afterlife that they have not yet seen. It feels like a coping mechanism or escapism to get away from everyday trials and focus on something that is distant. But what do you do 2,000 years later when Christ's second coming has not come quickly or in a way that you'd expect? There's a song that I woke up singing. Today it was a reminder to slow down my day. It's a song by an r and artist named Janae Iiko. Anybody know? Yeah. Okay. This song is called Trigger Mantra, and it goes. Come Protect your energy. I am protected. I am protected. Slow down. So she repeats this time after time, and for me, it's A reminder of the value of today. That the life I'm living on earth has value and slowly as I reoriented my perspective on urgency it made me see the text in a different way. It made me ask what am I urgent for today? I realized that I started, as I started prepping this sermon long before it I had been prepping, long before I knew that I'd be preaching, I had already started prepping this sermon. In my time relocating from Austin to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, I'm finding my connection with what home meaning changing a bit for me. I'm finding this tension of Austin being my hometown and finding home in a new town far away from it. Or Peace of Christ being my home church and feeling this tension that there's no church like peace anywhere else. So I've been wrestling with this saying home is wherever I am. Now in some ways I have trouble with that statement but in other ways I see some truth to it. For me I started writing down what home looked like for me after listening to a podcast Um, where Miriam Hasna coins the term home frequency. Now, she's not necessarily a theologian. In fact, I'm not certain what her religious or theological perspective is. Instead, she's more connected to energy work and calls herself a retired empath. Her title is professional relaxer. And I found a lot of resonance in how she describes home by saying, once you master your home frequency, the vibration of who you really are, the universe will constantly bring you experiences and relationships that are a match. You will be able to move through life effortlessly rather than constantly trying to manifest things. So I have found my home frequency by doing inner work to care for my soul, whether that's been through spiritual direction or Reiki or resting or writing or some other form of self-care. After a recent Reiki session before I left Austin, I felt in tune with my own energy. I was on this state of cloud nine. I went home and I wrote down two things. I even brought the paper to prove to y'all that I did this. Anybody wanna see? I wrote down two things. What does my home frequency look like? And what does my home frequency feel like? So I've been in this creative practice of writing down in color so that I can dump everything out of my brain onto paper. And I've found a lot of joy in that. So whatever you can do that works for you, I encourage you to do it. And as I wrote these questions out and answered them, it became my goal and match whatever energy came up for me. So I wrote down words like joy, abundance, self-love, letting go, creativity, acceptance, to ask questions, freedom of curiosity. And I've really been leaning into this freedom of curiosity piece by asking questions, about the religious or societal influences that have been imposed on me without even realizing. Like the freedom to question my own sexuality, marriage, monogamy, and to truly understand what freedom and what home looks like for me. I like to ask questions where people might look at me and say, Brittany, are you okay? And I promise I'm doing just fine. Great, actually, I'm just having fun leaning into this space of freedom and curiosity and hope and what home looks like in all of that. This new found sense of home is the reason I was able to quit my job when my body knew that it was time to leave before I had even made up my mind. It is how I became aligned with what I wanted next and my new job found me. It is how I connect with people when I see something within them that resonates with me. It feels like when I came to Peace of Christ last week and almost cried because it was this overwhelming feeling that this place is what home feels like. So one of the last things I wrote on my paper to describe my home frequency was an aura of hope. I sometimes wonder if Paul could come back today reading Romans 13, what would he say? Maybe he would say, slow down, have more fun. Maybe a little bit of debauchery is okay. Maybe he would say, be urgent. To love. Learn what it means to love yourself, then you can love your neighbor in the same way. I think that he would come back and we could find hope in not having it all figured out. That we could lean into the mysticism of God that we could embrace the process a little bit more and that Christ's coming into this world would be a representation that God is not distant but God is with us that we could see god in every day the hope in the little things so another practice that has helped me greatly is a book called the artist's way and in it there are several different activities as you write on a regular basis there are ways that you can bring up more creativity um, to connect with the divine. So I would like to close out this time with a prayer that I wrote probably a few months ago that seemed very fitting for today. So if you could bow your heads with me. Creator God. Thank you for this time of hope and rest. When I live in my head or obsess over an idea, let me take a deep breath and come back to the present moment come back to a world awakened by my ability to dream and the courage it takes to pursue it. That my mind, body, and spirit is nature giving back to the world around me as it pours into me. I receive what beauty and peace you bring my way. Eyes open to the magic of every day. God help me to always see, be and acknowledge you in it. Give me space to dream and never stop believing that you will ultimately align me with people, places and creation that is meant just for me. And I will embrace them lovingly. Tomorrow will come. When it is time, let me not give it too much of my time today. Amen.